I don't want the people to miss out on top tier quality shit because somebody didn't want to press record. Alright, guys. Hello. Okay, gang, back, back, back on, again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so hey guys, welcome back. Thank you all for listening. Um it's me, Rude Ty. And I'm Petty. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna actually. <laughs> I like my drone We're gonna jump right up into it, right? So, um, actually, first things first, um, mm. we want, this is a real sad mm. one. Uh, we wanna give an RIP out to Mr. Pops. John Witherspoon. Pops! If you Granddad guys don't, from right, the Boondogs. If you guys don't know who he is, he's the voice of Granddad from the Boondogs. He's also he's Pops. Friday. He's the father on Friday. Um, he wasn't up gonna get you sucker. He was in Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. He's, he's uh, what else? What else? He's an amazing. He was in all three Fridays. Yes, he was. He was, was. Boys and Boondocks. He did. I'm gonna get you sucker. He did uh, Boomerang. He did. He's the Wayne's Brothers. Wayne's Brothers. I'm trying to think of all the movies he did. He did um, we can actually pull up his IMBD and he see. He's in a lot, in a lot of, of stuff. Um, yeah, it's just really sad to to uh, to hear. I found out about it this morning. Um, my condolences to his family. It was, He's a it was funny ass fuck. Like funny as fuck. Um, so we'll we'll just gonna send our condolences to his family on that. I, a lot of people have been tweeting out about it. You know, people obviously Ice Cube quote, I'm devastated over the passing of John Witherspoon. Life won't be as funny without him. Yes. And he was in Soul Plane. Yes, he was. That? Oh my god, why does everybody forget about Soul Plane? Because uh, to be fair, like <laughs> Soul Plane is crazy. I just feel like we don't really we try to not acknowledge that movie for some reason. Like it happened, but it's yeah. like eh. It's that whole thing where um, the black excellence thing. So like you got to be excellent all the time. But, like even in that crappy ass movie, it's still excellent. It's funny as hell. That, that movie was it was low key a gem. Like it was some shit that was like hey, there's this some ridiculous been parts of that movie that I can never ever forget. Seriously. But um, shout out to John Witherspoon. Thank you for your many years of dedicated service. Boondocks will be the same no more. He probably yeah, will not. They do have a, um, who are, if you're a Boondocks fan, you definitely know this. That they, Season five's coming. Yeah, and it's gone back to the original show creators and runners. So it's supposed to be really great. Um, I don't know if he even got to tape anything for it at he, all. They said he like started taping some stuff. Yeah, so, so maybe they'll be. tape some yes, stuff. We just don't know how much. Right. Um, but it definitely won't be the same without him. Um, and his wife, Angela Robinson Witherspoon. Uh, Make love, just go and bang, bang, bang. Yeah, um, and his family and stuff. Uh, shout he out used to, to dress too, low key. Them suits used to be fly. Oh, yeah, always, right? Man, I'm real sad about that. But um, into other news, let's talk about something that, <sighs> some real controversial stuff. Not even controversial. controversial. Um, <laughs> if you're like me, you love the internet, right? The internet so, and the tingles. Yeah, I fucking have a lot of fun on the internet. Like, no Facebook shit, is probably no one of my favorite things, do. to be honest. Like, how many videos do I post on a regular basis I share with you that are just ridiculous as fuck? I'm glad other people have so much fun on Facebook because, like, that's actually what social media was made for. That's the thing. Social media? Okay, so, this is the interesting point. Because right? you know how people say, like, oh, social media ruin like, relationships, this, that, and the third, and all this other shit, right? My take on it is... If you let it fuck up your relationship, then yeah, sure, it can, but it's what you got out of it. What you put into it is what you get out of it. So if you go to her for like, how you go for comedy, like all the funny videos and shit, cool. If you go there to cheat, then guess the fuck what? And be a creepo. Exactly. Yeah, which is like, you know, it's like, yeah, exactly, right? It's about all, it's exactly about how you use it. It's what you use it for. So that's actually going to take us into our segment. We're going to let Petty take over. Uh, I'm going to let you take over. 
Uh-huh. So we got Petty with the news. All right. I wonder if we could get a little selfie like Lori Beth Denberg. All right. Yeah, go ahead, Petty. So all you woke motherfuckers, Obama called y'all asses out. All right, so you know how people like to get, you know, fake outrage on the interwebs and pitchforking and shit mm-hmm. like that on Facebook and Twitter. So Obama, he has, um, he has an event he does like a yearly thing, right? Where, you know, it's him a bunch of people, but they talk oh wait, hold on. The Obama Foundation Summit, that's what it's called. And essentially he was just like, hey, when it comes to like this ideology shit and like cancel culture and this, that, and the third, and like, you know, this woke activism shit that everybody does on Twitter is like... It's not really, you're not, it's not really it. Like, this ain't it, Chief, pretty much. Right. Let me see. So the article the, that the you're, example, yeah, I got it. The example you put is on, on Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. All right. The quote he says, actually, like if I, uh, and I quote, like if I tweet or hashtag about how you did, how you didn't do something right or use the wrong verb, then. I can sit back and feel pretty good about myself because, you know, see how woke I was, et cetera, et cetera. I called you out. Now I'm going to go get on TV, watch my show, grownish. You know, that's not activism. That's not bringing about change. All you're doing is casting stones, essentially. That's what he's saying. You're not getting far with just essentially casting stones at people. Yeah, 100%. I definitely agree with that. Like, I, I think I said that last episode. Um, people, especially when we talk about cancel culture, um, I don't know if that episode is up. And that's what he says, too. Like, yeah. People were so quick to, like, cancel somebody, but it's like, hey... That's not how this right. shit works. It's all, it's all like the, yeah, that like faux activism thing. Like this is what the new generation thinks is actually activism is going online and canceling people and, um, you know, parading about as if you're about some shit, but like, like perfect example, the Amazon fires, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how many people were on there talking about like fucking Greta Thornburg? Like, yeah, shouts to her. She's, you know, calling attention Shut to it. But her. like, what are you doing? Are you actually organizing something? If you see that they are not, um, doing their part in your opinion to in the betterment of our environment. What are you doing besides calling them out on it to what make it better? I don't see you on a plane. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> I don't see you on a plane with a bucket of water running up to the hands on fire. It's like, come on, bro. Like that's not that isn't doing anything. I want to like I'm the kind of person who wants to see. I guess comp- you can complain the first time, but the second time you're complaining about it. Where is the actual, like, what is the solution? Where where are we going with it? Are we going to do something about it? What is the plan? I want to hear a plan for it, not the constant complaining. And that goes across all boards, all parts of whatever. So, you know, wokeness, activism thing people are talking, are, you know, on for that day, for that week. That's another quote he says, where it's like, the idea of purity and you're never compromised as you're always politically woke (laughs) and all that stuff. You got to get over that shit quickly. The world is messy. There are ambiguities. People who do good things have flaws. And that's a valid ass point. Good people have flaws. That's the thing. And there's like, or there's this sense of sometimes, you know, sometimes of the way we make changes to be as judgmental as possible, you know, that's not very, you know, conducive of what the shit you're trying to do. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely. like a more harm than good type situation. You get me? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it doesn't do any good for anybody. But to just uh, sit there and complain and um, cancel people—it's uh, like what I said last time. You know, like, or is nobody above? Is nobody capable of being redeemed? Are we just canceling people and then like that's it? That's you can't. That's it. That's no, like that's not how it works. That's not, that's not how. It works. <laughs> that just sucks. So and like in reference to the cancellation thing, like people were. 
I don't know if um, everybody knows about this, but um, I mean, I'm sure they do. It's been going on for like a year and a half now. Um, CEO Mark Zuckerberg, who's CEO of Facebook, okay. is sitting. Yeah, right. Have you watched the like the like the hearings and stuff? He sit there looks like a robot. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, but like no, either way, he's, hear him yeah, talk. He's I, very, I have. No, he's very dry. No, in the hearings, yo. Yeah. If you thought this nigga was a robot, watch the hearings. I mean, he kind of You stole think Facebook, this nigga's yeah. a robot? He stole <laughs> Facebook from his best friend with no remorse and gave him a fucking crumb for it. So, yeah, I don't think that. I don't think he's got any any kind of remorse or like feeling left yeah. in him. I feel like robots don't have feelings, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, so right now, so he's staying in trial um, for a lot of things they're talking about. The main thing was um, how their, I think the last thing I heard was about the ads um, that they ran the during, ads, yeah, yeah, the false ads that they ran during um, during uh, the election. Um, and his response was something along the lines of... No, it wasn't the false ads. It was Facebook not fact-checking. Yeah, fact-checking. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, it was more so the fact-checking. Um, his response was like, they're not there to fact-check um uh, oh, fact check politicians or, whatever, or whatever. not even that he's just like that's not what we do um yeah we we want people to be able to see exactly what politicians do and what they're what they're about and right. how they work yeah. which honestly i kind of feel is a fair statement like yeah look 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 how grimy they are they're fucking lying look why would it like look, yeah look, look look what they'll look do yeah we're not gonna fact check them because we we like i this is what i'm thinking they assume that you're going to be the due diligence and make sure that this is not a lie. Back in the day, they didn't fact check that's ads that were ran on television. That's not like, you know, like people, are, the fact that it's actually now it's become the problem where people are relying on Facebook for, for their like, news when Facebook was never designed for, for that. that. Yeah. So who is at fault here? Is it Facebook or is it the people? It like, it's Why are you not further educating yourself on this thing? Because anybody can run an ad on Facebook. They, they don't care. They just want the money. They, they don't give a fuck. They school. Like, well, use three sources, right? Exactly. So why is Facebook your only source? So what, are you really mad at Facebook or are you mad at yourself? You got played. That's what it is. Yeah, got right? Like, like fucking They're just there as an entity to provide all the information, of whether it's factual or not. They expect you, you to do, like, there is nowhere in your calls like that says that they're going to do that for you. That's all it is. Right. So now everybody's mad about and you it. Yeah, about yeah, no, like, this should not be your only source of um, news and facts. It should not be. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't. That's, that's it. it. No. It should not, not be like your only source. That's it. It's Wait, like, it's it, like a, par- a parable for it is actually when um, Kira Knightley was on, uh, I forgot what show she was on, and she was talking about how she doesn't let her daughter watch um, watch uh, like certain Disney princess movies, but she's like a super Disney person. Right. So she doesn't, I'm like, instead of like, like I don't know what my childhood would have been without um, some of those Disney movies. Like, I love them all, but nobody had to, they're like, no one had to tell me that this is not what real life was. Motherfucker, it's a fantasy. Why the fuck are you not telling your child that, hey, this is a beautiful story, but it is also a fantasy. We don't know what happens after this movie ends. Like, why are you not teaching your child to think for themselves and give them the proper tools for that? Exactly. So the fact that that's exactly what I mean. It falls on the user to do the due diligence and figure out if this is actually true. If I see something on Facebook, like I'm a constant fact checker. I need the receipts. I want to know why. Like if something sounds crazy and wild to me, I'm like, whoa, what? That sounds wild. Let me see if this is true. You know what I mean? And I'm going to find it from a bunch of other things. It is not Facebook's fault or the internet's fault or Disney's fault. 
that you didn't go and do the, the extra work and you wanted it just spoon fed to you. Um, and you just like trusted blindly. That's insane to me. In this world, you cannot trust blindly. That's not how things work anymore. It, this world is far too big and inhabited, inhabited by too many kinds of people for you to think that it's okay for whatever in, information is being disseminated and take it as fact. No, this is not gonna work like that. And you can't get mad after it. It does go that way, and then you're like, oh, standing there looking like boo with a fool, shit on your face because you didn't know, like, well, you acted like you didn't know but the that's shit. Who's fault? Who's that? The user, one hundred percent, right? Right. So, is that all we got for news today? No, you watch Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah. How'd you feel about how that shit ended? Fuck that. That was such <laughs> bullshit. Like that was such bullshit. Right. My brother and I are such avid Game of Thrones fans. Like I remember, I didn't even start it until maybe season three, um, and I was like locked in. Locked in, they got me. They got my little ass. I was like, "Woo, right. I'm in it." All and right. then, so you know the writers and shit behind the show, right? Uh, yeah. David Weiss and DB. It's DB, isn't it DB Weiss? I think I said and... okay. David Benoff and DB yeah. Weiss. I got their names. D and D, because they call me and D. Whatever. They finally admitted it was like, "Hey, we don't know what the fuck we're doing." When it came to get. <laughs> Right, like they what? Legit, they finally was like, "Hey, we didn't know what the fuck we we're doing." Because the thing uh, was, they were too so deep, how it worked. They were too deep in it. And they no, no, because how it worked. <laughs> they went, you know, for like, you know, to you know, see if they can get the role mm. to like, you know, direct and everything like that. I mean, when you apply and for a job that you're underqualified for, blah. Nah, you know that's just like, oh, shoot for the moon, and you land on. If you miss, you land on. They shot for the moon. They hit that motherfucker. Right. So they was like, oh shit, what do we do now? So TLDR, how it worked essentially for the first. Five and a half seasons were based off the books, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I had like good storytelling, backstory, this, that, and the third, because right. they had you know reference points to go off of, right? Right. But the thing was, the George R. R. Martin who writes Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. there's two books. His fat ass. He should have been way more involved. The, 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 here's the thing: the books were out first. They read the you know books were out, then they made a show. The show picked up on popularity, so he was like, hey. Let me wait for the show to die down and finish the book. So there's no point in having two separate Game of Thrones storylines going on. Makes right, sense? right. So he was like, all right, the show's popping off. I'm going to wait, wait till the series ends, and then do the two books. Keep pushing, right? Mm-hmm. So they ran out of books around halfway through season five. So season six, and so from season five, the rest of season five and six, seven, and eight, it was just shit they made up, pretty much. Yeah. And you can tell. So pretty Have much. the books stopped at like season four or something like that, maybe? Four, five ish. I don't remember exactly where it stops. Like from. How many seasons are, was there? Eight? Game of Thrones are there? Eight. Yeah, yeah, but the book right. covered, yeah, right, I think, like, right. at least the first five seasons. Yeah, yeah. At least. And um, what happened was. I'm such a nerd. I actually have a history of one this book. So come to find out, the whole thing, they didn't know how to work with, like costume designers. That's just, it's just a lot of shit. And we back, y'all. Yeah. yeah sorry, All right, enough of that shit. Anyway, so, back to what I was saying. They was like, they had no idea to work with costume designers, none of that shit. So, essentially, it's just a big-ass learning experience, right? They didn't read any of the books either, by the way. So Yeah, I, I read that in that article so that they, they read, didn't like, know anything. They didn't know Like, no they the tone, like, that they didn't care about the themes. Yeah, none what of the that. the fuck? So, they were just like, yo. They had to learn about the characters from the people playing said characters. That's wild. So, I'm like, and they trusted y'all to do this shit? Right? How did, like... Man, George R. R. Martin was just trying to get his next burger. To George... Yeah, niggas gotta understand. George R. R. Martin don't give a fuck, okay? Because he's famous all fucking Lord of the Rings. He, he, he's still collecting money off that, so he don't give a shit. I didn't like, know he wrote Lord of the Rings. 
Did he? Pretty sure he did. Are you sure? Pretty sure. You can fact check that. I am. Go, go, continue. Go ahead. Check. So he get that game. He getting fucking. They didn't know whatever. how to do the you wear a costume design thing. They yeah. didn't know how to do. They didn't know how to do none of that shit. So essentially, they learned all of it on the fly. Like I shit you not. Like as they were going along with it or whatever, whatever. And it's wild to me that they got trusted with like a big ass show, like Game of Thrones. Didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And then they were supposed to do like a new like Star Wars like spinoff thing. But they backed out of that shit too. Oh, good. I've never actually seen a single Star Wars movie, and now to be honest, it's kind of like I'm at the people are people are always so shocked that I've never seen any of them at all. That and they're like, oh, such hype beasts about it that I'm like, you know what? Now I'm never gonna see it. I'm such the anti hype beast. I'm like, I'm never gonna see it. I don't ever want to see it. I don't give a fuck about Princess Leia, fucking Jabba the Hutt. I don't even know who any of those people are. I could give a fuck. They walked away from the Star Wars thing because they signed a nine-figure deal with Netflix. So they was like. Fuck if I know. It just, they just said they signed a deal with Netflix. They didn't say for what. And then it was like, it wouldn't be fair to try to do whatever Netflix project they wanted to do and the Star Wars show at the same time. So they was like, hey, we're not doing Star Wars. And by the way, those are written by ended, Tolkien. Oh, J.J. My fault. My apologies. Shit. I just wanted to make sure you did. You just want to fact check me. Fuck around and have people come around on the show like, hey, hey no, 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 no. I said you could fact check me. Because I slap a nerd real fast. Either way, George R. R. Martin, he got fucking money. He don't, he don't give a shit, okay? Yeah, he didn't care. People don't understand. He, the books, the four books they based the show off of, he wrote them shits two years apart. More or yeah. less. So he was like, hey, I'll write another book when I fucking feel like it. Figure it out. Yeah. Because how the show ended, technically, that's how the story is supposed to end. Technically. But the character development and all that shit, how it yeah, just... Yeah, they just, like... That's the part they, like, skipped over. Yeah, they really did. It was too fast. Like, there was, like, this huge build-up for nothing. Now that it was built for nothing, they, just, they didn't go into it more. They Yeah, there that's were so many things left. They just like, rushed. Uh, what the fuck? That's what it was. I was so, like, this motherfucker's just gonna fly off with her body? Like, what did you do with her body, Franco? Like, what the fuck? See? That's all we need. So, that's sorry, all we need guys. Spoiler alert. I mean, like, it, it's been like a almost, you know, like it's been enough time. To be fair, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. Oh well. Like when people were yelling spoiler alert for Lion King. For, that shit was like it's don't spoil the movie. A movie right, you saw in right. '95, kiss my ass. Right. <laughs> kiss my ass, okay. Right. So that's it for our top of the news hour. We'll be right back <laughs> with uh, <laughs> the rest of the podcast, guys. Oh my gosh. We got one last story for <laughs> one more thing. you. No, no, no. Um, Becky's still going to jail, y'all. So, come to find out. So, you know they already had like their initial trial or whatever. Like the hearing and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're... Felicity Huffman just got out of jail, actually, the other day. Um, after her full... She only served like, like 12 days of her 14... 12, a full 12 days. Right, of her 14-day fucking sentence. So, you know, um, so you know um, Becky had her hearing and stuff, right? So, her next court date is in like mid-January. But in between her hearing and her court date, they hit her with a third felony charge. What's the third felony charge for? So third felony charge itself. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Conspired to commit federal program bribery by bribing employees of the United, yeah, of the University of Southern California to facilitate their children's admission. Also, and, not only that, not only paying the things, she was also bribing. Yeah, and one count of uh, conspiracy to commit federal program that's what it is. That's what the legal charge yeah. is. Yeah. So, and on top of that, they were already facing like money laundering and shit because how they was paying off the coaches and all the other people just that and third. So on top of that, and conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud, they're facing this other charge. So now, they were already facing 40 years. Mm-hmm. And with this other charge, that shit might go up. 
So that's just for Lori Lawlin, not Felicity Huffman. No, her her husband, the fashion designer dude, because they were in on it, and the other defendants, because there were like nine other people. That's it wild. was Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin, and nine other people. So it was that's 11 wild. total that got charged. That's wild. Yeah. So, just so what do you think about that, though? Like, so do you think those people were acting as any other parent would? Or... When it comes to getting their child into a good school? Yeah. Do you think that the, like, the place they were coming from was genuine? Or was it, like... Privileged-minded. Kind of both. So, I understand, you know, you have a kid, you want your kids to go to the best schools, right? Come, let's say, let's say you're in the same situation, right? You want your son or daughter to go to, like, UM or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. They don't go to UM because they're not, you know, they're not bright enough, right? But you find a back that's like, hey, what if I pay you 50 grand to get my kid in the school? In the school they really want to go to type mm-hmm. shit. So, you as a parent, what do you do? Do you pay the bribe to get your kid into school? Or you be like, hey, this ain't it, chief. What are your other options? As as I'm not a parent, um, I don't know that I can actually answer that. But if but just, I were, but just, you know, how the I think, let's say, if I was, I would like to think that I'm the kind of parent who can teach their child that those things are earned and you have to be deserving of them. Right. Um, so if they didn't get in because they just weren't good enough or they didn't do their best and they didn't try hard enough, then that so be it. Maybe you have to go to a different school. You know, don't just... It's like teaching your child that one thing is better than the other because of the name and the prestige behind it. And that's the part that's not okay. You're teaching your... Yeah, you're like giving that... It's like hype beast for schools. You know, like I went to UM, I went to Harvard, I went to Princeton, blah, blah, blah. But like, there's people who went to state schools and community colleges and regular colleges that aren't as affluent that are are just the same, if not better, better and doing better than other people who went to those schools. So um, for me, I kind of, no, I couldn't do it. Um, It wouldn't be right. I would feel, I feel that I might feel guilty um, taking an opportunity from somebody else who did deserve. Um, I think other people would probably look at it like, oh, but what do you think that they're not the only person doing it? If you don't do it, then somebody else is just going to do it. So fuck it. Yeah, but you're not someone else. Why are you, why, why would I worry about somebody else's karma? Like that's their karma, not mine. So it doesn't matter to me. Um, hey, I'm sorry, honey. You didn't, you didn't do as well as you could have. Um, in order to get into this school. So we're just going to have to find other options. And that's the first step in teaching your kid that life is going to be filled with some disappointments. It's going to be great, but it's also going to be disappointing at times. And that's the first step in teaching... Yeah, that's the first step in teaching your kid and preparing them for the real world. And right now, those celebrities, because they have so much money, didn't feel the need to prepare their child for the real world because they don't feel that they live in the real world. Because they feel that money can get you out of anything. And guess what? It fucking can't. But you're going to get caught. But to be fair, like... If all you knew growing up is money, you'd be like, hey, money could just get anything, right? You think that any other schools are going to accept those kids now? No. Doubtful. Oh, their two daughters, by the way, they're not in um, USC. They're not enrolled in classes or nothing like that. 
given like how the shit playing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their daughters. So you blew 500 grand and your kids are still out in the US. And you're, yeah. And you're facing federal time. It's like trying to go against fate and then fate just turns around and slaps like, the oh, fuck out of you and it's like, bitch, oh, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. That's oh, my voice for fate, cool. by the way. Woo, <laughs> 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 my black little heart just skipped the beat. Ah, that, oh, this shit's going off the rails early. Right? Ah, early. Yeah, no, for real. Like, that's just like how it works. And <laughs> early. I don't get it. Um, it shouldn't... To answer that question, no. I couldn't do it. Uh, I don't think that I could. But I won't know until I'm in that per- in, in that position. Um, for, as far as they go, I t- they're wrong. They shouldn't have done that. Uh, that's really fucked up. There's a bunch of kids that could have gotten into those schools that didn't, that missed their spot because... People thought that money was going to buy their child. And I'm sorry, money couldn't buy your kids' brains. So what the fuck made you think it was gonna buy them into a school too? It didn't. Like that's not that. Do better. How about you teach your kids to do better? Cause now all you just taught them was that. um, You know, if you got money, you can try to get your friends going. Right, but now they're gonna now they got all these fucking lawyer bills. Neither of them is on shows. Like, you're probably, like, who knows if they'll get work after that. Like, it is going to be hard. People think that, um, especially now in this day age of what we talked about earlier, cancel culture, uh, that you're going to get a job after that or, like, people would want to work with you. Yeah, I'll probably get some little low-key jobs, but, and Becky, when the fuck was the last time you were on anything decent? And Full House is a trash show, too. Yeah, sorry, guys. Not sorry. Full House is trash. Nah, that's, that's all her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. How are you gonna like Full House but you don't like Friends? What the I, fuck? I, who said I watched Full House? I, don't know. I didn't watch it. It's not like, like you were real riding for Full House just nah, now. I didn't watch Full House either. Right. Couldn't uh, relate. Right. Can't relate. All right, guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> all right, y'all, and we're back. Wait. <laughs> And we're back. Okay. So, in keeping with the theme of today, I actually wanted to talk about... Oh, wait. Hold on. Um, we'll do that after. Yeah. We got a little special Halloween thing for you guys. It's October 30th. And we'll get into that, that part. I, I, no, this is my spooky voice right here. Ooh, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, and so, actually, in keeping the theme with the podcast today, um, we want to talk about, like, yeah, we're all talk about social media. The reason I had the idea for it, well, that I wanted a lot of it, a lot of things we're going to cover today was about cancellations online, like social media culture and cancel culture. Trevor Noah was actually on The Breakfast Club, and he was talking about um, specifically that um, and cancel culture and stuff like that, and um, it just really spoke to me. I really, And I also really love Trevor Noah. Uh, he's just, like, real spectacular, and I love his show. So, and he's I, a great, like, outside voice. So how did you find out about Trevor Noah? Through his show or through his stand-up? Through his show. Because I found out about Trevor Noah through his stand-up. I saw stand-up his stand-up afterwards. Hilarious. Yeah, his stand-up is very his funny. It makes sense as to why he's a... Why he's got his own show too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really intelligent. Uh, he's from South Africa. Um, and um, on the show, they were talking a lot about um, just like that whole social media cancel culture and how no, it is no one capable of be of redemption. Um, and like, should we always be held to the same mentality just, as what just, like from before? Which is super like what he said was actually really. Uh, really astute. It was a astute observation because 
it's like back in the day when politics like people who like like Eddie Murphy and stuff when they're doing stand-up they're reflecting the times like this is what we that's do what at comedy, the time that's yeah that's, all and that's what that's art what, does that's, that's what, what we've spoken about that's before what, yeah, right that's all it is yeah, yeah so like should fun. you be held to those same state like you only know things when you know them and you can move from there so the thing is we know now we didn't know back then so it um to be held to the same standard uh that doesn't like that how is that supposed to help us function and grow you know like let's just cancel this person out and they don't matter anymore. Not even cancel but, them out, just cancel them without explaining the why. Behind yeah, because well, people, yeah. people. Here's the thing. Explaining the why. Thank That's you. Explain, Elaborate. Explain the why. So if you want to cancel somebody for whatever fucking reason you want to justify it, all right, cool. Explain the why, because that's what what people forget with all of this shit. It's like, oh, I want to cancel someone. Remember everybody like canceling Kanye and shit like that, for example, because of the stuff he was saying. It's like, oh, Kanye's canceled. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He dropped his album. And everybody's like, oh, Kanye, new album. So it was like, you can say he canceled, but you go listen to his album. Keep with the same consistency. Yeah, you get me? Right, right. Keep with the same consistency. Oh, right. you canceled Kanye. Oh, these new Yeezys coming out. Let me go buy them type shit. Yeah, so are you really canceling them when you're still lining their pocket? You That's know what I'm saying. I mean? are you, like, you say, okay, you canceled, but are you really canceling him if you're going to go, like, wait till 3 in the morning, go on StockX and buy his Yeezys? Like, yeah, you're not. Are like, you really, like... Honestly, I, I mean, the album is cool and stuff. I and I used still. to be a super Kanye fan, and I'm just not anymore. He doesn't, um, he doesn't reflect the same views that I uphold. So, um, I can't... I said everybody else. I can be who I am and still support him. I've never bought a pair of Yeezys in my life. I don't have any Kanye gear. Um, I I do have his old albums on iTunes, which yeah. I bought back then. But I have, do I have them? Any of his new music? Street? No, no, I don't. Nah. Um, I, can't, last, I can't. Like the last Kanye album I listened to, I think was um the Life of Pablo. I didn't even listen. I, I didn't even really that. listen to that. To me, one. that was like his last good one. So yeah, I didn't even really listen to that one. Um, it's like, like I like they talked about on the episode on the Breakfast Club with uh, Trevor Noah. It, it's important to shift with the times. No, you should not have to, um, like keep with the same mindset, like of the, like keep with the same things that you used to know and the way that you used to That's be. But yeah, exactly. It's like shift with the times. Growth. Like I'm shifting with the times because I do not believe because the things that he has said and he has done, I cannot. I um I've said before that I understood what he said, what he meant when he said that stuff in the White House, and especially around the time when he was wearing the MAGA hat, whatever. But at um, the same but time, but at the same time, when I read, when I listened to, sorry, when I read the um uh. 1619 project i can no longer like uphold those same valid like same views about Kanye west as i did before um i just can't because i don't believe in this i don't believe the same way that i used to and that's important your views are capable of changing people are capable of change if you allow them to change and they do have to shift with the times along with everyone else it's the part where they remain anchored in the past that is a problem and yes if they remain that same way even after being told um that the thing that they're saying is not really in keeping with what um yeah that it's not really keeping with everyone you know grow growing views um not that you should have to align with everyone else's views but if they're not if you're not at least taking into consideration uh, what the other party has to say, you're not really. Just yeah, you should be canceled. 
like actual cancel. Don't That's buy fair. his shit anymore. Don't watch his. Don't go and listen to his album and post yeah, about how I his get, album is great. Like, it, no, but, don't like do that. My thing is this: just don't be, don't be like, oh, the so and so is canceled, but you can go out hypocritical. and go support them. Like, yeah, if they do some shit. That's incredibly hypocritical. How do you feel about him doing like the Sunday service thing? I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah, do you we feel did. like, okay, do you feel like it's more so like him trying to win back black people because he knows he needs because he knows religion works? Like, I don't think he was a shit about you, winning back black people. Or do you feel it's like legit, just sincere, like Sunday service? Types of. Um, What's your take on it? I think there is some kind of method to it, and there is a you reason behind why he's doing it. Do I think that it's 100% pure? No. Um, do I think part of it is pure, and he has, and that's where he's trying to go with his life? Yes, but. Um, if it was so, and then, like he quote, like this quote the other day, I heard it, um, that his whole everything he does does is for the church, then 100% of his sales would have gone to the church because it's a church album and a gospel album for his church, run done with his church. So how are only like 15% of the proceeds going to help your church, but the rest of it is going to line your pocket? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so no, I don't think that it's 100% pure in what he's doing. Um, do I think that the that it is great? Yes. But do I think it's pure? <laughs> no. No, I do not. I think that there is a, there's a, what's the word? Um, there's something behind it. Yeah. There's a... There's a word for that, but yeah, there's a there's some kind it's some kind of ploy. I do. Um, do I know? Do I think it's to win back black people? Maybe. Um, I mean, it's Kanye. Uh, people are gonna hate and still buy his shit regardless, and I think he knows that. Oh, we heard about I think how he, knows he can do whatever he wants. What? When he was catching shit in Jamaica? What was he catching shit So you know um, the Sunday service, right? He did it in Jamaica, like, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. And he was selling merch that had, like, all, like, Jamaican, like, logos, like, Jamaican flag, their seal, and all this other stuff. And, like, the Prime Minister of Jamaica was like, hey, you ain't running shit by us, and you're gonna make a profit off it? Kinda can't do that. It's not very cash money in you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that Kanye has been able, his, he has, like, real crazy only child syndrome, um, he thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants and have no repercussions for those actions. But the reason that he feels that way is because he doesn't have any repercussions for okay. his actions because nobody ever checks him on well, it. That's really what it is. I'm gonna tell you if how he to tell everybody else. At this moment, pass away, Kanye ain't been the same. No. No. That's it. He has like, not. How should you not? At this moment, pass. He... No. Not even a little bit. Um. I think that he has zero repercussions for his actions, and the reason he doesn't is because people will continue to buy his stuff. If he were to really see the hit in his pockets and his streams, and nobody was actually listening to his music, nobody was buying his shit, nobody was doing anything that involved Kanye West, he would, he might be actually forced to change for real, not got, for for the show. When you got Ice McGee trying to buy Yeezys at two in the morning to flip them and resell, yeah, like, absolutely. Here's the thing. At this point, why would he? Why would he change it? Yeah, there's no, re- he has he, no he reason, has no reason to. Because we already proven he can say the most wild shit ever and niggas will still support him one way or another. So if you're Kanye, who the fuck can tell me different? Right. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Who's going to check me? You get me? Right. Which is exactly and that's what like, it is. You're it's still like, going to buy it. Exactly. That's why I'm like this whole You cancel, still love it. That's why the whole cancel culture shit's kind of dumb to me because it's like, oh, so-and-so is canceled. Three days later, oh, you 
go support so and so. You get me? Right. Keep yeah. That same it's energy. bullshit. It's bullshit. So don't say it and then just turn around and you know go be a fucking hypocrite. Right. That's why. I, that's the whole thing that annoys me about it. Honestly. Honestly, it's kind of um, the future we're heading towards is a little scary to me. Um, it really just is. Uh, I don't really. It's kind of hard to to remain hopeful about um, the next generation when they're the ones that perpetuate this cancel culture thing, but then they don't really they don't, actually they don't get it. They don't, they don't actually really do it. They don't. No, they don't get it. They yeah. say it because it's like the thing to say. It's like, oh, you're canceled. Right. It's so like what it's Obama like, said about this like fake activism thing. Like, yeah, no, our true activism was out there actually picketing and and um like fucking forming organizations against certain things like yeah maybe pick it outside of fucking Kanye's concert instead of going and buying a $300 fucking ticket to watch him fly through the air on a crane like what the fuck oh wait so that was real oh for the for the for the Life of Pablo tour yeah oh yeah, 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 he does. Like I said, yeah. I wouldn't know. I yeah, people bought, it. yeah, but but people are still buying them. Like, you know, that shit is crazy. Like, actually do something about it. Actually make sure, like, don't sit online and complain and say you're canceling it for some clicks and some fucking ads or whatever, like, or some subs. Like, put the fuck out of here, bro. Actually really mean that shit. I mean but that shit thing, when I say okay. I don't support certain shit. But the one thing I'm not going to buy it. The one thing I'm going to, like, say on the whole kind of thing, I'm going to leave it be, like, the whole Sunday service, even though I may not agree with it for the reasons I have about it, because I feel like it's kind of like trying to win back people. That's all the wild shit he said. That's just my take on it. Fight me if you feel different. Right. Um, a friend of mine, he made a good point. Marcel made a valid ass point. Albeit sure, he may be doing the Sunday service for whatever reason he wants to do it. If a person going to that service uses that, oh my, person goes to that service and uses that to find a way to get closer to God, more power to them. Cool. So, to me, with that part, I kind of get it. Like, I understand it from that point of view. Like, hey, if you use this to get closer to God, cool, more power to you. Because right. me personally, I still feel like there's something underlying to it. So I'm still iffy on it. Yeah, it's like the, I'm going to get closer to God, but what I also the... know what it's going to get me if I get closer That's to God. That's what I'm like. It's like doing, some, doing something good for the wrong reasons doesn't make that thing that you're doing good. Not really. It's the intent, the intent behind the thing, right? So like, yeah, like, I just, I can't stand for that. I just can't, I can't support I can't that. Go for that. Can't and go especially for, that. for me, like my brother, my brother and I, like I said before, we're really, we used to be really huge Kanye fans. I can't stand for Kanye anymore because he just, it's like hard. what would it's you do, bro? It's yes, hard. It's, yeah, I can't anymore. I just can't. And I actually mean it. That's like um, people who eat Chick-fil-A. I think it's fucking crazy. And I'm going to say it again. I. Have I eaten Chick-fil-A in the past? Yes. I can count on it. I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've actually bought Chick-fil-A and ate it and it's like not very much. And also, especially the fact that I found out a while back that they don't support yeah, um, they don't the support gay community, the LGBT not, community. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Yeah, they don't support the LGBT community um, at all. And that's wild to me um, that the people who stand the most for the like who like for Chick-fil-A is the LGBTQ community. What the fuck? That fucking shit makes me so angry like you would not believe. And I have a lot I have a lot of homosexual this, friends. And this and is I, where we like, are. I, that's a big part of my life. I grew up with a lot of them. My best friend is gay. Um, I support them 100% wholeheartedly, always. That's why I don't eat Chick-fil-A. 
But the fact, I don't ever want to hear, and I told tell all my friends this, if you fucking eat Chick-fil-A, I don't want to fucking hear about your bullshit ass fucking fake activism nah, you, about other companies nah, and not supporting gay, like, no, no, dude. I'm if you saying, eat Chick-fil-A, don't fucking talk to me about it. I don't want to fucking nah, hear just it. just don't get mad when I do it, that's all. That's fucking that's wild. Like people, can, you guys, everybody can do whatever the fuck they want, but don't act like they're like you. You know, like you're so high and mighty on your fucking white horse. Sorry, rainbow horse, and you're fucking riding your rainbow <laughs> horse. Sorry, the fucking chick. Yeah, you're riding the rainbow horse. The fucking Chick Fil A line. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That shit makes me so angry. Like, no, the chicken is not that good. The chicken is that good for your fucking values, man. And then you want to sit and fucking like cancel somebody else out because, but you're. While your hand is in your Chick-fil-A waffle fries bag. Come on, man. No. No. Be consistent. Be consistent with your outrage. Because I'm very consistent with my outrage. So you can ask gift. me that anytime. There's a gift on Twitter. You've probably seen it before. Russell Westbrook, he's sitting on the bench and he's eating the food. Mm-hmm. And anytime I hear people like doing this shit about the Chick-fil-A thing, I picture that just like, oh, shit. Chick-fil-A. Hey, T.O.G. He's like, oh, damn. Oh. Damn shame, right? Right. That shit is. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that the food isn't good. It is. But, but the like, fact that what the company stands for, I don't stand for. And the fact that they don't believe that my best friend should be able to marry whoever the fuck he wants, I will not eat your food. You will get none of my money. Never. And that's how you, you know, go about that. That's actual. That's how you go that's about That's actual it. activism. And that's how you go about it. Oh. I don't purport myself to be an activist, but that that is a fair example of what activism That's actually what looks like. It's not supporting the companies and people who do not support you and your growth and your experience and your life. That full stop. Oh, she snapped. Oh yeah, I snapped. I snapped real hard on that. Yeah, shit, that shit makes me real upset shit, and I'm not gonna stand for it. Like, I don't even wanna hear it. Uh, there is nothing that anybody can say to me about that subject that is going to change my mind. Please try. It's like, it'll be like running into a brick wall. You can fight me over. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back with the last of our episode. In honor of Halloween tomorrow, I got some spooky stories for you. Little things. And we'll, we'll start off with uh, little things that make our little black hearts skip a beat with delight. All right, guys. We'll be right back. She's so All right, no guys, and we're back. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, that's a good roll. Bad laugh. I'm, I'm do mine. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're, we're we're actually laughing so hard at all of the little things that make our little black hearts skip a beat with the light. Should have never gave y'all niggas in. Mine is when little kids, um, (laughs) like a little kid trips and then their head gets to bobbling like, that shit is so funny. Or like an elderly person trips. I don't like, hey, when It's not that. It's not that bad. Those were laughing. No, it's okay. Old people falling, not like hurting themselves. But just like the trip, like no, it's, it's just no, the no. body movement is oh, just so wait, no, crazy. Wait, no, another one. You know the infomercial where people can't do like the most basic shit without like fucking up? Oh, let me get this bowl out the cabinet and just knock out all the other exactly. shit. Exactly, like what are you retar- like what? Knife ain't that oh, hard. They almost got me on a word. What? <laughs> ah. Oh, other things that make my little black heart skip a beat with the light. People trying to come for other people about what things that they have said in the past and then getting shut down real hard in front of other people. Basically, so it's other people being embarrassed in a large crowd. That shit is not funny. 
it'll make me laugh forever. What was yours again? Starbucks? Oh, when you go to Starbucks, I'm like, oh, we ran out of pumpkin spice latte. Then like three people in front of you leave because they're upset now. Are those three people named Sarah, Jenny, and Becky? You said it, not me. Anyway. I don't like a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> that shit, that Ooh, shit trash. On the Starbucks thing, watching somebody get the wrong coffee at the Starbucks line and fucking wiling out, I eat meat. That's usually me. But that does. Still. Oh, like, no, when it's not from, me, when nah, it's not me happening, when it's not happening to me, it is still funny. That was experience talking. Yeah, right. No, so I wanted to tell you guys a scary story. Do you guys believe in vampires? Do you believe in vampires? Or like supernatural things? Supernatural, yeah. Vampires, not so much. Okay, I, preference this though. We're both Caribbean, so like Halloween and shit, it's kind of different if you grew up in Caribbean households, especially if you Haitian. We're super religious. Because I got Haitian friends, they didn't celebrate Halloween. That's weird. No, we did. I always celebrated Halloween. My family did when we moved here. Um, maybe if you're like, I don't know. I've never. Um, no, we always celebrated Halloween. Like we, That's I, I we got, we're, we're pretty Americanized too. So yeah, we definitely did. Um, I remember one year I was a little cat. Uh, there was <laughs> you a year. Like ears? There was a you year. Yeah, I, I love. I live for that costume. I might do it again this year, but like a dead cat. Um, wow. That, that, I, that cold dark heart of yours, right? Right. Uh, I also, there was a year my mom dressed me up as Raggedy Ann. That shit was fucking raggedy as fuck. I, mean, I hated it. I hated it. I hated that costume so much. It was the worst. It was, it was also too big for me. I mean, sorry, too small. And I had to wear, yeah, it was too small the second year because she was like, no, I don't want to buy you another costume. It'll just be the same thing. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this nah, is bullshit. Nah, you, nah, you, you grow into it. It was like the older I got, the like less, the less effort she put into, into the it. costumes. Um, so yeah, so back to the scary story thing, right? So I definitely, if you are, a, actually, if you're Haitian or from the Caribbean, we got the fucking yeah. best scary stories because them shits are fucking them real. Are um, they got things in Haiti, something called a luau. Which is like Lugau, which is like it's like some kind of demon monster. Supposed to be some kind of demon monster or whatever. Like my grandmother's got some wild stories, and like I, like she used to scare the shit out of us. She once told us a story about how she woke up in the middle of the night and she looked up into the corner of her room and she saw this black mass, just like kind of like Spider-Man, but like looking at her with like red eyes up in the cor top corner of her room like this. Okay. And then when she saw it, it dropped to the ground and then ran and scurried up under her bed. And she said she couldn't even, like she just like jumped up out of her bed and ran out the room. And I was like, Grandma, this is the scariest story ever. I'm never gonna be able to sleep again. She's like, I swear, she burned those red eyes into my mind. And I was like, I'm never gonna, like my dad would tell us also scary stories. And my brother was also really good at telling scary stories. And for whatever reason, I was gravitated towards horror films too. Oh, because of course. I love to be scared, because but like I'm also like, oh! That, that cold black heart <laughs> So I never thought that I would actually encounter a scary story myself, but ladies and gentlemen, I definitely did. Bum, bum, bum. All right, last year, so here it goes, right? So I, uh, I believe in like all kinds of supernatural stuff. I do believe they exist, whether they still or existed. Um, mm -hmm. Didn't think that they still exist. So, Last year at Miami Art Week, we we're at um, at the, the the RC Cola factory where they did the. I don't know if you went, but they did. Um, they they basically, yeah, it was like all they they gave a bunch of art, uh, graffiti on yeah. all the and walls, yeah, and yeah, like it was it was real yeah. cool. It was a cool event. I didn't go, but I saw the pictures. Like, yeah, happened. it was really dope. They had a bunch of, it, but like the area is kind of creepy, like, yeah. even with all the people. It's, it's like an abandoned like warehouse. Yeah, but right? there was a like, mad people there, and there's like a you know abandoned warehouse. 
Right. So, um, and it's like the roof is off of it, so like it's all open. It's all but open. It's, it's all open and creepy. But it's still creepy. But even with all that's the lights, still, that's right? That's still creepy. So, shit. like um, anything abandoned, like oh, that shit's just all yeah. So, damn, What's, dude. What? The, my fault. Shit. So, um, we're. So it's my th- my two best friends and I, and we're walking around. We're like about to get ready to leave. We're heading around the corner of an area, and it's like a pretty well lit area. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I like I look. I felt something, and it just like made me look up. And okay. I'm a pretty clairvoyant person. Like I've seen I've seen ghosts before. I used to see my grandfather a lot when I was younger. You can people think it's like you know psychological stuff. I don't. Um, so that being said, I don't know. I just like. It's like a sixth sense kind of thing. Like, yeah, I looked up and my eyes immediately, they just zeroed in on these two women. They're like both like the same body structure. One of them was like this redhead and the other one was this Asian girl. And they like, they kind of had the same outfits, like a white, one of them had like a white skirt on with this like burgundy um, top. And like both of them had the same kind of necklace. I couldn't see the pendant exactly, but they both had the same thing, right? It's not the way that they were dressed or anything like that. It was their entire aura. It was as if everything around them was like dimmed and they were like, like, ma- like what's up? Like we here, magnetic, what's up? magnetic, but like they just sent a, ch- it's like I looked up at them and I knew exactly what they were. When I tell you that, I fucking vampires, I'm not even lying to you that I knew it. I looked at them and I'm, <laughs> like I knew it. And like I couldn't like my eyes, they like locked. I like they. I could tell that they saw me see them, but they didn't look at me. They didn't look at me see them. And my best friend saw them too, one of them. And I look at my, I look at them, and I grab my other best friend's hand, and I just start walking. I'm like, we're out. Let's Gotta go. go. Gotta go. Split. Like that was it. Oh my god! Like I have chills right now, goosebumps because. And I, we turned and I turned to look back at them one last time. It was like they were like floating. Like I, they're walking, but they were f- like floating through the crowd. Like you could just, you could just feel the palpable energy just emanating and vibrating off of them. And while we get to the front of the gate, as I, I'm like speed walking out of there, I'm like, no. No, you power walking. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm like, we're done. We're done. I don't care Gotta about go. the concert. We're out of here, guys. I'm not tonight. I used to joke and be like, yeah, if I was in front of a vampire, I would be like, yeah, I could be a vampire. Nah, be... So let me tell you, when like, you're, nah, this ain't it. You, you you're confronted life. with that kind of energy, and I knew it. I was like, no, no, evil, no, no. My best friend, we get to the gate, and he's like, you sure? I mean, like, we could go. I was like, you could go. You. You may go, but I'm going to leave. You. Like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. He's like, I'm going to go alone. And I'm like, well, I guess you're not going then. Facts. That's it. I know for a fact that that's what it, that energy was, and to this day, it creeps the shit out of me. I never thought that the, I thought that, I've always thought that those things existed, existed, past tense. Did I think that they still did? No. But ladies and gentlemen, if you think that they don't, you should, you wait till the day that you are presented with that. It will shake you to your very core. Not even a joke. Like, I, whew, I can't, I wish I had some garlic that night. I was like, I don't even want to stay here anymore. I can't, guys, we need to leave. I'm done with this. I am done, done, done. The image of them is so burned in my mind that I'll never be able to get it out. It's like like somebody has told me it was this called gnosis. Like when you know something to be true, you don't know how you know it to be true, but you know it from your very bottom like of your just, soul that shit is real. Like this the hill you choose to die on. Like hey, right? this shit. Hey. That's my scariest story for Halloween. That shit is like that's the scariest one I got for sure. <laughs> that's even scarier than Norman the werewolf I mean, who we thought like, we lived across the street from. 
Norman was totally aware of. He was this real, real hairy dude, and his house was like hella overgrown. And like, <laughs> some one of our neighbors thought thought he saw this uh this like demon dog sitting at the edge of his property one night. I mean, like we think he imagined it. We think Norman was just like a just some dude, but he was real old and real crotchety. So it's like like shit little kids make you, up. You just like saying crotchety though. That's your favorite. That's like your that's your go to word to describe anybody that's like cranky. Yeah, crotchety. You're crotchety. Yeah, that's my scary story. Do you have any scary stories for the peoples? Not like the top of that shit, but like, <laughs> that's it. Like, that's... did that creep you out? Yeah. That was so creepy. Bro, just give me the fucking keys, bitch. Like, we gotta go. I could see it in their eyes. They had this like twinkle, but it was like a like a twinkly glow, like a. And their skin was just so like pale, pale. Like pale, both of them. Why both? Like I get it. Redheads and Asians generally have pale skin. Sorry guys, y'all do. Um, <laughs> I, it's like saying black people have black skin. Like why? Like they got brown skin. Like yeah. Like, like sorry, they do. Like, <laughs> like what? Just how you said, just like hey, they do. Fight. They just do. They usually Fight. have. They're predominantly pretty pale. Um, I guess it's whatever part of Asia. So um, another fire broke out in California. So yeah. It's like full That's wild. Yeah, because the Santa Ana winds, right? Ah, ladies and gentlemen, happy Halloween. Uh, we wish you guys the... Uh, <laughs> we wish you guys the best. Stay safe out here. Um, check your kids' candy. If you're a motherfucker who's out here giving kids spoiled candy, like, you're going to hell. And shit, you childish. Them fucking vampires finna come for your ass. Um, you're a motherfucker, so don't do that. Um, don't give these kids no gluten-free shit either. Do better. Yeah, man. Don't be giving them no fucking boxes of raisins. Like that's, Who I, does that? People do that. I feel like if I when I'm rich, I'm gonna give. I want to. I want to give out full ass candy bars. Like I want to be that blo- that person on the block that oh, people are like. like we trying to get. We trying to get to that shit. house oh, first. Oh, she got the full Snickers bars but, and shit. But but to get to the full ass candy bar, you gotta go through this fucking scary ass haunted house. You want this candy, right? Yeah, right, you want this full ass candy bar. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> you want these, don't be a little bitch. I want it to be so scary that it actually makes somebody shit their pants. That's what I want to do. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> Jesus, All right, guys. We're I'm Ruchai. And I'm Petty. And we're highly offensive. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Do, 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 do.